0: I thought you were that about an emotional level. Because <laughs> that's, that's where
1: I'm at. Uh, this again. Now I remember. Um, this is the, P- the Poofcast. Uh, fabulous Adam Richard, <laughs> punctual Toby Sullivan and our guest host for about six minutes, uh, Jovial <laughs> Thomas Jaspers. Hello. How are you feeling, Jaspers? Oh, lovely, bright and chirpy. Now, we should explain that Scott is uh, on Tax Exile. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's, he's had to go to Thailand for an anal transplant. <laughs>
1: he's having his anus replaced. <laughs> he,
0: he got the call from the institute, we've found a donor. <laughs> and, and he should. had to race out to, to Tiger Terminal <laughs> to get on the, the, the first bird to Phuket.
1: For, <laughs> we should <laughs> ring him, like, by a surprise. Should just, we ring just, him? just telephone just ambush the him. Send to immigration. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. What if he's under anaesthetic on the on the table. One <laughs> of his woozies is got the ring fingers about to put him on the transplant
1: <laughs> It could be a problem. <laughs> he uh, he actually is in, in Perth so he'll have a time delay of twenty six years.
0: <laughs> He's in Perth on important show business.
1: I am
2: totally in Perth on important show business.
1: <laughs> Hello, Scott Brennan. Uh, it's hello, the rest hello, of the podcast. Please. And we have Thomas Jaspers here. Hello, darling. Sitting in your chair. Oh, hello, Jasper. It's nice and warm. What did you do to it?
2: <laughs>
1: oh, God, you don't want to know.
2: Don't, just don't look down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's, is that what you say to all your trade? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't think you need me anymore, guys. My work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Jasper. He's making comments like that. <laughs> that's, that's all I do there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I told him. I said, look, can you come and help out because Scott's away? And um, basically what it involves is us being mean to you about your sex life and you occasionally saying that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> yeah, pretty
2: much. You can just have a Scott Brennan soundboard. And best- <laughs> <laughs> just mix in. You can be an app. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, how How is Planet Perth? What's happening? Planet
2: Perth is delightful. I'm currently, uh, it's actually really warm. It's like high 20s. I'm currently, but it's actually a little bit hell because I'm in my apartment drinking international roast. Oh! oh. The humanity. Oh, the humanity.
1: Oh, why, uh, if it's hot outside, why are you drinking hot? Oh, beverages inside that are horrible. Because and I'm really hungover. Uh, oh. Oh. oh.
2: And I need coffee. <laughs> Were you at Connie's oh. last night, love? No, I haven't checked in with head office yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to... Gideon's actually here next week, so we've got a penciled-in date.
1: That's your flatmate, <laughs> Gideon. <laughs> Which,
2: yeah, that's right. Um, actually, I just thought penciled-in date was my nickname in high school. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: So you, you've scheduled, scheduled a play date at Connections to uh... indeed,
2: indeed. Where apparently there is lesbian mud wrestling. Oh, oh there always is. That's... Yeah,
0: yeah. Wednesday, well, Wednesday nights, green like
2: day pantsing.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a really unedifying spectacle. <laughs> like, have you ever seen homeless people fight for food on the street? <laughs> it's a, it's oh, not that God. good. It's not that good. <laughs> It's really not that good. It's kind of like a, it's a bit like a first rehearsal for a Kesha concert. (laughs) Right.
2: Just less urine. I'm I'm imagining that it's going to be a bit like the opening of Midsummer, except if it was
1: raining. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be like, remember when we went to Feast Festival and we just stood around on a a roundabout and hid from lesbians? (laughs) Yes. It's, It's slightly more interesting than that. And now, Scott, I've got a letter which actually just came through today to Dear Talking Puffy, and I wanted to address it with you. Uh, It says, hi, guys. I I usually don't write fan mail, but I felt this was warranted, (laughs) as I hear you may be leaving us. (laughs) We got the kank. <laughs> oh no! It's have, have, me, we, of time. have we
0: got terminal gay?
1: I think we've got terminal gay. He says <laughs> a friend of mine got me onto your podcast many years ago. It all started with the gay alphabet. I think A was for Amel, and from that day onwards, I was hooked. Oh, oh. Well, well, is
2: he talking about us or the Amel? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he says the laughs I've had from the bottom whisperer, who was of who was top or bottom, to the introductions of Astrid to that bloody lesbian dog. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) And my favorite, the poof story, and the list goes on. So I really want to thank all of you Adam, Scott, Toby, and of course, Wes.
0: Fuck, he's making me feel like
1: I'm already dead. (laughs) I know. It's like a memorial. It's like the end of the Logies. Yeah.
2: Have we got some kind of award or something?
1: (laughs) For making my train trips entertaining and sometimes embarrassing. Yours truly, an aging twink. Oh, Um, Scott, uh, you've been writing letters to yourself. (laughs) Yes, I should clear it up. I wrote a joke on the Facebook page saying, you know, if you want to get in your deer talking puffies, we're recording this weekend and you better get them in before we have an ABBA-style meltdown breaker. And it was just a joke. But everyone's freaked oh. out. Everyone has freaked out oh, that it's really? a real thing. And now that you're not in the studio, Scott, people are going to think it's real. Oh, my God. But you're Annie Ag- Agnetha
2: combined. <laughs> oh, my God. But, Adam,
0: I, I don't want to deny it because everyone's been replying, just going, no, 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 don't break up. And I have to tell you the validation has been fantastic.
1: I think it it also comes out of when when TOEFOP ended with Will Anderson and Charlie Clawson and then uh, Slap Bang with uh, Tommy Little and Dave Thornton, which we have perved on while they've been recording it. (laughs) That has has come to a demise. And I made a joke on Twitter around the same time I'm going, because all these there were all these messages of, you know, oh, I'm going to miss it. It's my favourite podcast. I'm like, we should shut down the Poofcast just so people will tell us how awesome it is. Ah, Well, look, to be perfectly honest, guys, if I can't perv on Tommy Little in the next studio. I'm out
2: of a group. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're going to have to get like a little cardboard cutout to
2: put in the studio. Yeah, can we get the photo taken from behind though?
1: That's really good. Remember that time he was leaning over the desk? Presenting. Oh, presenting. God. Well,
2: Presenting the... it. He was puckering at us.
1: <laughs> can, can I tell you something, guys? The other day, because I do, I do my, uh, my Perth broadcast from in the same studio Easy. when I'm doing 92.9, and uh, next door doing an interview, I think with Carl and Jackie O, were Hamish and Andy. Mm-hmm. And Hamish oh. Blake, the mm-hmm. inaugural uh, pillow Ford of joy, <laughs> yeah. uh, award winner, was bending over the same as Tommy Little on that desk. But because mm. Hamish is a good... Foot and a half taller than Tommy Little. He was at 90 oh. degrees. Are you serious? Oh,
2: great. It was and, spectacular. and at mouth height. Yes.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mouth height. Why wasn't I informed? I, d- I didn't know it was going to happen. I just looked over and went, oh, I can't work this morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is like the time I found the photo of Nick Jonas in the wind.
0: <laughs> I'm taking the rest of my life off to masturbate. <laughs> Now hear
2: this. Yeah. So, so we should reassure. Take a, yeah, we had to take a lot of toilet breaks that day. <laughs>
1: Just a few. I, yep. I only record for seven minutes with Perth, but I was in here for 22. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, we should reassure everyone. The PuffCast is fine. We may have to uh, apply the uh, defibrillator paddles occasionally because <laughs> we're all of a certain age. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're not going anywhere. We're
0: far too self-obsessed. We so. are. <laughs> Indeed. To not talk about ourselves. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: What What does the letter write, What does our correspondent want?
1: Yes. That That was it. He just oh. wanted to say I've I've heard your, I've heard you going. Aww. I want to let you know how much I love it. And I would like to say to Aaron. That agent, says no. a lot about your insecurities. That he wrote to say something really nice. And like, what did he want?
0: What did he want? <laughs> yeah. What do he fucking want?
1: <laughs> have, you, have you not listened to the podcast? <laughs> yeah. See the
0: guy I owe money. Oh, to? What's he
1: after?
2: What's his <laughs> <Thank> angle? <God.
1: laughs> No, we're
2: saying if we if, if we don't do this podcast, we're like two minutes away from being that crazy guy on the tram.
0: <laughs> In that case, what I love about that letter is that all the good bits that he brought up all date from about eighteen months ago.
1: <laughs> Was that before the pub crawl? Yeah, yeah. The, the only segment we still do out of that is the puff story.
0: <laughs> so clearly his his iPod is broken and he doesn't know how to unsubscribe. <laughs> And he's just forced to listen to it through some OCD impulse that he can't leave the episodes unlisted to. Very
1: nice. He, we, oh, he well, enjoys us on the train.
0: Well, thanks, Bevan. I think oh, you should probably read a bit more widely. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for your kind thoughts.
1: Yes, yeah, that's lovely. Oh, dear. <sighs> we will have more poofcast after this.
2: I'm sorry I blew up your 1952 Fudge Master.
1: Talk, poof it to me. Right, right. book learning. It is time for book learning. You're correct there, Toby. Uh, Thomas Jaspers is here. We are Hi. going to educate him in the ways of the gays. <laughs> I don't think I need much educating. I'm doing pretty well. I oh, know the, the ways of the gays who are older than you. Uh, yes. That would yes. be <laughs> the, the perfume of Motherhorn and the Poofstery. Hello.
3: How Welcome. are you? I, do I not have a sting yet?
1: A musical sting. Yeah, but because this thing. is a podcast, we put it in later. Don't oh, t- shut up, shut up
3: Don't tell him he shut doesn't up. have one. <laughs> I really should listen to your little podcast. I'm sure, <laughs> <couldn't I? laughs> But, you, um,
1: know? you know. Mother Horan, can I just... I just say all of the correspondents we have, everyone always mentions that this is their favorite part of the show. Like we could all just not be here and they would still listen. You are too kind. It's why we don't have you on more often.
0: <laughs> you're a serious threat
1: because you're entertaining and educational, whereas we're just annoying. <laughs> That's lovely. It's really, yeah,
3: both comforting and disturbing.
0: So, I'm dying to know, what, what shall we learn about today? Warm us at the hearth of knowledge. Well, thank you, Toby. Um, <laughs> We're so Chesterfield. Why are Is all
3: of our
1: guests slightly perhaps passive Passive-aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> the,
3: the role of condescension nowadays <laughs> has really been overlooked. <laughs> As a mode of communication, condescension <laughs> is my favorite. <laughs> and the young people don't understand that. They don't
0: appreciate. They don't mm. appreciate. Mm.
1: Condescension, oh my God, that's like
0: from before I was born. <laughs> Wasn't he on the comedy company? <laughs> yeah,
3: I've got tickets to that. It's going to be great. It's a really neat uh, Greek DJ, apparently. Yeah.
1: It's going to be
3: great. Yeah. I don't know what it were.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, Mother Horan! Ah, bless. I love your impersonations of young people. It's really, <laughs> <laughs> really fascinating. Yeah. it's cheerfully hey, accurate,
2: absolutely. isn't it? Um, About
1: ten years out of date, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is accurate.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh. Oh. I know anyway. about young people. I know about their fucking sandals and happy pants, Tamagotchi's. And, yeah. yeah.
1: Tamagotchis. Can I tell you? Speaking of young people, I you know I'm related to some deeply white trash. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Really. I know. My cousin, like, there was like my, there was, my sister and I and my two cousins, both of whom were girls, and we were all, like, one year apart in age. So it was like, you know, yeah. my older cousin and my younger cousin and my sister was the youngest. We are getting a history lesson here. <laughs> <And> <laughs> her, the cousin who's one year younger than me had a child at the age of 20 out mm-hmm. of wedlock, which mm-hmm. was quite a scandal mm-hmm. for the family. That's what they do now. Yes. And uh, come February next year, she will be a grandmother. Oh, oh my
0: God.
3: I know. At the,
1: at the ripe old age of uh, 40, 40. Yeah, 40. Well, I'm 41, so look, she'd be 40. You have to admire her efficiency. <laughs>
0: yeah. She's not fucking about with this growing up shit, is she?
1: But I love it.
0: I uh, just went. What is she? Like a butterfly with a limited <sighs> lifespan? <laughs> and it's spawned before I die? What
3: is... Adam's actually part mayfly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Part mm. caterpillar, I believe.
1: <laughs> so the young people are still doing now what the young people did twenty years ago, and that is getting knocked up. <laughs> sure.
0: sure, bless, bless, good anyway, on them.
1: I don't know why I felt the need to tell that story. I just I heard it this morning from my my drag queen uncle. Um, <laughs> wow, modern family. I know. Yeah. I'm second generation gay. <laughs> <laughs> Except gay travels diagonally. <laughs> 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 Profoundly recessive. It yeah. So, Mother Horan. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Thanks for coming in, but we don't have time for the poof story Thanks. this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: been real. Um... Uh, I've got uh, uh, an interesting thing here for you today. Um, it's not—it's stri- not really a gay story. It's—I uh, realise I've been quite uh, remiss in not talking about transvestite history, Oh, sure. the is interesting. In
1: GLBTIQ. Um, and <laughs> Could be.
3: Uh, here in the state of Victoria, uh, uh, there is a house actually up for sale uh, right at the moment, which kind of prompted this whole thing. Um, Uh, of probably one of the most interesting transvestites uh, ever to have lived in Australia and everywhere else. His name is Herbert Dice Murphy and uh, he was born in 1879. Very, very posh. Like, Tons of money. He was born in Como, the big mansion sort of thing. Actual Como, the house. Actual Como. His parents owned huge, vast tracts of land and everything. He was, you know, really to the man of all. Anyway, um, he goes to Oxford, uh, where he does very well. Um, But amongst, you know, being um, a bit of a socialite and everything, he quite likes their old amateur acting. And in 1900... Uh, he's appearing in a play as a woman. and
1: Was it at the Darabin Arts Centre? <laughs> <laughs> the Laburnum players? <laughs> Clock? Uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a rerun
3: of The Mousetrap. Uh, <laughs> that he was in this Greek play, uh, you know, in, in Oxford. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone was Lord so-and-so. Um, and apparently the story goes, the story that he tells everyone, mm-hmm. he was so good at being a woman that the head of intelligence, military intelligence, saw him. Oh, my God. Because military intelligence guys, they go to Greek plays all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, saw <laughs> him and said... in 1900, said, they did. There was no television. <laughs> he said, Herbert Dice Murphy, you're amazing. Can you work as a spy as a lady for
1: Oh, my us? God. This is Trevor Ashley's dream. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm the rights
0: now, love. <laughs> now, who's <Herbert>, CSI Fat <laughs> Swan? Good...
3: The photos I've been able to track down of her, but even as an older man, he was very, um, very slim in the hip, very light in the loaf. Oh and wow, yeah, Trevor he can't was do that. A stunning. <laughs> he was a very convincing woman. So anyway, uh, he goes to London and spends time with a um, uh, living in the house of Lady Broughton, who is a family friend, mm-hmm. and she teaches him how to be a lady and how to. Dress like a oh, lady so he can g-
0: spy, right? right? So he Knowing can spy. wink. Yep. So he can spy.
3: Apparently the hardest thing, getting in and out of a handsome cab. Apparently. Oh, that That's would have the been hardest Because po- you've got to keep your legs together yep. and
1: be ladylike. But right. it's quite
3: a drop. So anyway,
1: anyway, Lindsay learned- Lohan never would have man- managed that. <laughs> 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 Not without an upskirt.
0: Anyway, <laughs> I'm, <just, laughs> I'm just imagining this sort of like eighties fame style montage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Of him training to ding, be ding, a woman. Ding, sport, yeah, the sports ding, ding, training ding, ding, montage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And like London 1880s Debbie Allen is just going, you yeah. want to be a woman? Well, being a woman costs, and right here is where you start paying. In sweat.
3: sweat. i just <laughs> does the
1: Charleston. Yeah.
0: I'm
3: going to be the best woman I can. Um, so anyway, so he trains as a woman. Now, this is... When you read those official histories, mm. and I do this for fun, uh, as well as occasionally for work, the the interesting thing about reading a history like this is the gaps that start yelling at you. It's not the actual uh, yeah. history.
0: Right. In the, right. it's, it's It's between the lines. It's,
3: because a lot of the history that I've read has been actually done by this guy, and this guy... And um, uh, Herbert, uh, towards the end of his life, became very embarrassed about his life oh, as really? a transvestite, and started to rewrite a lot of what history. So the, a lot of the history that we have is quite unreliable, especially this part. And um, because, and just tell me if this sounds a bit weird, he says that uh, <laughs> it was a, peor, uh, a poor period of diplomatic relations with France and Belgium, so he was he had to spend a lot of time in France and Belgium. Right. Now I'm sorry. Belgium can't do anything to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: did military intelligence we Well send in our best transvestite. <laughs> <laughs> I and think, a, uh, I say old bean, I think these mule freets are not premium quality. <laughs> <laughs> We'd better send in James Bond on a skirt. <laughs> so apparently he spent a lot of time
3: looking at railways and counting railway numbers and everything. Wow! So this is what he's telling
0: us. Because a so. man couldn't possibly do
3: that. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> that's, that's why, why does he have to be a transvestite?
3: Because too? he's, at this stage, he's Edith Murphy.
0: Now, <laughs> Edith Murphy is based in Paris, <laughs> about
3: 1903, 1905. Yeah, that's the worst drag queen ever, really. I know. <laughs> Hi, I'm Edith Murphy <laughs> <laughs> I'm a society lady I also run a chip shop
0: <laughs> um,
3: But anyway, so she's, he's spending all this time And um, he's so convincing That in the Bois de Boulogne Which is the big kind of mm. forest bit of Paris Which is now a cruising area uh, <laughs> Apparently um, <laughs> The Edith
1: Mer- Murphy Memorial Cruising <laughs> the forest
3: But um, a guy was so taken with her That came up and proposed marriage on the spot so, he was so oh. convincing. Now, also, this time he's That's also... That's still illegal
1: now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, he comes back to Melbourne at about 1905, 1906. All of this stuff is a little bit hazy. Mm. And um, a very interesting thing happens. He uh, lives in Kew uh, in a house as a woman um, and... Uh, it's unsure as to whether his family really know that he's there living in his woman. It's all a little bit sketchy from what I can um, mm. from what my hastily research piece can tell you. But anyway, so he's living with a retired sea captain.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
3: Anyway, he gets—they love semen. He gets, <laughs> look, he gets painted uh, in this really quite stunning painting, which is now hanging in the National Gallery of Victoria. Wow. Oh, and it's uh, a really beautiful painting and quite famous for another so you, reason. So you can go
0: and see it. It's yeah, hung in the collection.
3: I'm not too sure whether it's up right now. Right, but it definitely was up in the 70s because. Um, Patrick White, the author, saw it and was told the story. You say, saying, "Do you know, by the way, that that's not a woman; that's Herbert Murphy, and that's the guy he was flatting with in Q." Oh
1: my god! And Patrick
3: White is so taken with the story that he writes *The Twyborn Affair*, which is probably one of his best-selling books mm. out of this whole thing. Anyway, so um, uh, anyway, he gets painted for this thing and always maintains that it's him no one really knows whether this whether the painting is is really him or not yeah now all of this time by the time so he's living as a woman doing these things but he also has a bit of another career he's also a genuine adventurer because in 2012 (laughs) Mrs. Doubtfire versus Wild I know it is in 2012, he accompanies Mawson on his very, you know, um, uh, um, Antarctic exploration. Mawson from the $100 note? Yeah, Mawson from the $100 <laughs> note. He accompanies him and he's what? one of the what? most important parts of this thing. So, when he's as not a woman? When he's not dressing as a lady, he's Bear Grylls. <laughs> oh, Is wow. This basically. What? Now, the, the interesting thing, too, he, he, about he this. Did you travel
0: to Antarctica as a woman?
3: No. No. no, he tra- he, you know,
0: in the full bits.
3: But when you look at photos of him, you can kind of see him, and he's kind of quite well moisturised.
0: <laughs> and um, oh my fucking god! So anyway, oh my fucking god! So he is
3: going to also to in the, all of this time, he's going to at the Arctic. He has um, a big um, exploration sort of group of friends <laughs> up there. But he during the Morton exhibition, he's a really really important player. He actually yeah, l- because when they had to
0: eat the dogs, he did this fabulous Tepanyaki <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> like rubbed them down with ducca And slow roasted them And, and then Sorry. did a number <laughs> <laughs> but, right. Here's Tonight over. for entertainment I'm doing Madonna's Frozen <laughs> From my time in Greek theatre <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Except on the voyage down He was always at the front of the boat but Fly Rose, fly Yah,
3: <laughs> 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 but he is, um, basically, he is uh, he's actually in charge of the whole camp when Mawson is away. Mm. He's he's a, uh, one of the guys that actually keeps the dogs alive and things. He's a really important guy in Antarctic history. And when he gets back to Melbourne, he dresses as a woman. Um, <laughs> but but, but the he, interesting thing about the whole Antarctic thing is that he was turned down for Shackleton's voyage to the Antarctica because it was too effeminate. But right. Mawson went... He'll add a bit of something. <laughs> he's an Aussie. And it's very interesting. Mawson's comments about uh, kind of very funny. Um, he wrote Morsen wrote of him our stand in in small talk, travel, history and literature and whatnot. So he's a great sort of good He's person. great at whatnot. Um, but also to he does say, slightly obliquely, and elsewhere referred to his services that were cheerfully rendered.
1: Oh! <laughs> he was the team bong! <laughs> oh. anyway, g- give
0: him a break. Do you know how hard it is to walk in snow in heels? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so... So, does anyone know that Herbert and Edith are the
3: same person? Yes. Yeah, no, there is definitely um, a lot of, there's a lot of documentary evidence of him uh, growing, especially when he was still in Oxford and coming and going from France. There are photos of him at the Henley Regatta, at Ascot, at all of these things, and he is a woman, and he's quite accepted as part of British society,
0: because he's a very well-born, very well-connected Australian, but he's living as this woman. So, So, he's sitting around the Hut at Mawson Base and and, and And they're eating some (laughs) guys, some wax dogs. And Mawson, Douglas Mawson, going, So, how's this woman thing work? (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing because
3: the whole, you know, of course, the the, um, uh, Scott, Robert Scott's, you know, thing that really did fall apart because he Mm. chose all these quite mentally unstable people, Mm -hmm. some of whom were great, great men. But Mawson. I think he included this guy because he was a bit of an oddball, and thought, well, if he can be a spy in France, he can probably put up
1: living in Antarctica. Yeah, for yeah. A while.
0: I'm going to do yeah, some crazy shits. So I'm going to bring yeah. some crazy people. Yeah. yeah, that is madness.
3: So anyway, so he was. Comes... Was he
1: though? Do, do you know if he was gay or whether he just was a transvestite? Because there are a lot of heterosexual oh. transvestites. Yeah. Well, no, that's the thing too. It's very likely
3: that he was. There is no. In um, anything that I can find, any suggestion that he was gay, because wow. so he was comes he living back, with the sea captain? Well, he was living. They were sharing houses, right. chums, right? But yeah. for a single woman to be living within a retired sea captain, it is slightly odd. And also, when the retired sea captain died, he left um, all of his property to Edith oh. slash Herbert. So well, the sea captain oh. sounds like
0: probably a lesbian.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they need to write this into Downton Abbey.
0: <laughs>
3: <yeah>.
2: <laughs> I really—if
1: it turned out, Lady Edith was actually Lady Herbert. Well, Lady Edith, Edith is the plain one on Downton yeah, Abbey. Yeah,
3: <laughs> but in the end, um, basically, comes back and um, uh he was discharged uh from the war and it was it, there's a few little question marks over world war 1 involvement and things mm. like that anyway he comes back to melbourne start, he was an alderman which we'll see for a while and then he basically buys an enormous place at mount martha and becomes a uh, a city councillor a very well accepted <laughs> person and thing he married when he was 55 to uh Muriel Idrine Neville Webster, uh, <laughs> when he was 55 for some reason. He was a very, um, really important uh, Anglican sort of figurehead on the Mornington Peninsula and died a happy life. You know, oh, wow.
0: You know, isn't this brilliant? Like you, you think, oh, it's 2012 and we're all sort of post-everything and post-modern, yeah. and we're really acceptive and, oh, it must have been terrible living in those dark ages where people had such closed minds and yeah. nothing happened. But it just shows you, doesn't it, that yeah. the, the, the uh, acceptance – is, is as common a theme as, as ignorance. Mm. Yeah, And I think it, because he was such a good talker and clearly great
3: fun to be around. Yeah, he must have been, mustn't he? he to must get away been, with that shit, he must yeah, have been hilarious. Yeah, he could have talked himself in and out of anything. Yeah. So I think people kind of went oh, he's a bit of an oddball. And um,
0: there he was. So, but yeah.
3: His... But there was
1: also that thing where the gentry were allowed to get away with yeah. with murder, there's, practically. There's a,
0: there's yeah, a great yeah. skein of, of mental aristocrats yeah. just doing mental stuff <laughs> and people just go, well, he's from good breeding, so yeah. how yeah. bad can it be, yeah. you know?
1: It's yeah. not like he's a demented cockney killing all of his friends yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. down in the mine.
3: That's criminal. <laughs> uh, but when you're kind of, you know, um, you know yeah, it's a very much, he was very much an upper class kind of, you know, yeah, story.
0: But if it's was a, a coal miner, he would have had Buckley's chance. Yeah, yeah exactly. You can't wear
1: your dress down the mine. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in the cage with a canary. Yeah. <laughs>
3: But yes, so yeah, so that is um, absolutely hilarious. So his house is up for sale. Yes, it's in Mount Martha. Sea Captain Manor is. But also, too, now the painting is, if you're interested in seeing it, um, I'll just try. It's called
1: I've Been to Antarctica, but I've Never Been to Me.
0: (laughs) That's a.
3: That sounds like your <laughs>
0: Actually,
1: autobiography. When, when Trevor, Trevor does turn this into a, a sure. joke, that's what it would be called. <laughs> that's what it would be called. Now the, the painting. She's going to have to lose weight for those thin <laughs> hips, <like, Yeah. laughs>
3: <laughs> The painting you can find it on um, La, uh, line because it is um, quite famous. It's Philip Fox's The Arbor. The Arbour by Philip the, uh, Fox. And it's around about 2002, 1902 it was done. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, Patrick White saw it in the National Gallery of Victoria, so I assume they now own it.
1: Oh, so wow. yeah,
3: So, yeah. That is stunning. Isn't that fascinating? Mm. That is brilliant. And what an amazing life lived. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Jesus. Trying to actually be thinking, I actually like dressing as a woman. I might live as one for a while. That's
0: not (laughs) easy now. (laughs) Yeah. No. I I can sort of, like, I'm projecting it in my mind as he's just one of those, like, crazy guys that just just gets away with things because he totally commits. So, Herbert, what do you do? I live as a woman called Edith.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, fair yep. enough. It's what I pretty about good that actually. Is that women's rights were so far behind, they couldn't possibly just hire a woman. They had to get a man dressed <laughs> yeah, as, as a, a woman. a man
0: dressed as a woman.
1: I've I oh, found the picture. It. I'll put it yeah. online. But there is uh, oh. there's Edith. So yeah, with the parasol, that's Edith. <laughs> all in all, her glory. Yeah.
0: Well, he was pretty finely turned out.
1: <laughs> yeah. He was pretty. That's not a Miss Candy or anything. <laughs> yeah. Although her eyes are very far apart. So yeah, if Trevor Ashley could do that easily. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow, fascinating Mother Horan. Thank so you
1: So there you are.
3: Herbert much. Dice Murphy, 1879, 1971.
0: The, the original uh, swashbuckling seahorse. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what dreadful creatures inhabit the reaches of this galaxy? So poof it
1: to me. Oh
0: well it's over now. It's
1: a bit like dentistry. <laughs>
0: It hurt at the time, but now that it's gone,
1: the absence of pain is in itself a joy. You know what do like about dentistry? It is much like this podcast. There's a lot of talk about filling holes. <laughs> <laughs> and opening up nice and wide. <laughs> and also, uh, there's a muscle relaxant involved. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we'll be back next time. I'm eating.
3: <laughs> now I've got two. I'm sorry. I no, that's three, fine. But I didn't quite finish the third one, so I've
0: only done two.
1: We we can turn one of them into two. I, I've done that before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you you just leave the padding to us.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, you may have only two topics, but we can turn it into six podcasts. <laughs> Intercut it with, with oh, scenes of us drinking.
0: Yes. <laughs> we turned a voicemail message into four episodes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one day I'm going to do an episode that's like six minutes of content and 30 minutes of outtakes. <laughs> it's called Channel Nine. <laughs> 20 to 1 bits of shit we found on the cutting room floor. <laughs> Oh dear, alright Talk poofy to me